Welcome, beautiful people, to my Poetically Saved journey, where I'll be sharing testimonies, truths, and teachings of God. I really hope to encourage, inspire, and connect with you as we spend time with God. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to my Poetically Saved podcast. Um, I really hope and pray that you all have been doing well. Um, and I hope that in whatever season that you are in, that you have been feeling the presence of God, uh, that you've been trying, striving to go near to him as he draws near to you as well. So before I get into what I'm going to be talking about today, last week I did come on here and it was, I just shared how it was laid on my heart to just pray for people. Um, not just in particular, God just laid it on my heart to pray for my family. And then I just really like, I felt led by the spirit to just pray for just others and just ask people like, Hey, do you need prayer? And just, um, and so that's, that's what I did last week. And I said that I was going to come on later on that week and share. And I did not, um, partially it's because of what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today. Um, for those of you that are a part of the Poetically Saved family, you know that I always try to be um, hot, like Transformation Church says, which is humble, open, and transparent with you guys, with things that I even struggle with, the things that I have gone through, uh, just my testimony and things like that, just because I know that it's very encouraging, um, and it, it just... It doesn't make you feel so isolated, so alone. When you hear the testimony of other people and you're like, oh, wow, they struggle with that too. Or, oh, wow, they're going through that as well. And it just makes you feel uh, more together with the body of Christ. With You know, we're all brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. So it just makes um, makes you feel like, wow, I'm not alone in this. I'm not weird. I'm not crazy for feeling this way or for going through this. And so I just really hope and pray that that continues, uh, that me sharing and just being honest about things that I feel about what I believe, you know, God is doing in me and through me and just things that I've been through. I just really hope and pray that it has encouraged you. If you listen before, if it's your first time listening, I pray that it does encourage you. And I pray that you continue to listen. Um, and yeah, I'm going to continue to, to share as the Lord leads me to, to share for those of you that might be new. Um, you don't know that I don't have a, I really have a schedule of when I come on here, um, it's just whenever I feel led to share certain things, whenever I feel led to share, whether it's a testimony or whether it's a word, um, not like a, a prophetic word, because I'm not a prophet, but uh, just like a word from scripture, like maybe God like gave me some revelation or God is teaching me something and, and it encourages me and I just want to share it, um, then, you know, that's when I come on. And so, Yeah. I just wanted to give that little that little disclaimer before I got into what I wanted to just do for today. Today is just going to be a me, you, and God episode. I've done this episode before where it's just me talking. Normally, I have, you know, my notes and things like that. I have certain scriptures that I want to share pertaining to certain things that I'm speaking about. But when it comes to the me, you, and God episodes, it's just us having a conversation. Just me, you, and God just talking. You know, uh, I imagine that as I say things, you are, are talking as well, like, you know what, I agree with you, or I, I feel you on that one, uh, I don't really know. And of course, 
God is, is with this as well. So we're all just having this conversation right now um, together, which is the other uh, the whole point of me even starting this kind of like series or whatever, the Me, You, and God series. So that's what um, I'm going to be doing today um, as I just talk about what I've been going through these past few weeks. And again, I just really hope and pray that it encourages you and that it helps you in whatever season, whatever time, whatever moment you're in right now. Before I share the verse of the day, I do want to go ahead and pray like I always do. So go ahead and get into your prayer posture as I um, begin to pray over us in this moment. Dear Heavenly Father, first and foremost, thank you for blessing us with another day. Lord Jesus, um, every day that you give us really is a gift because tomorrow is not promised. And so I thank you for blessing us with this day, Lord. And I pray that you um, help us to not take advantage of the days and the times that you bless us with, Lord Jesus. As you are with us right now, as you are with me right now, Father God, please give me the words to say for your children. Use me as you see fit. And I pray that as um, as I share, I am encouraging to those that need encouragement and that they receive all that you know that they need, Lord. I don't know what they need, but you know exactly what each person listening, including myself, needs. And so I just pray that as we're spending this time with you right now, Holy Spirit, that you just provide each and every last one of, one of us with what you know it is that we need. And um, maybe for your presence, may you speak to us. May you speak to me and let me be used by you. Let what I say be a reflection of you and of your word and of your goodness. In your holy and precious name, we pray. Amen. So, um, the verse of the day actually is, it comes from John. John is one of the four gospels in the Bible. Um, And so this is coming from, I'm going to give you guys like the scripture and then I'm going to give you like a quick little like summary of what's happening um, in the prior verses so that it makes sense and so that you understand why I picked this verse in particular. Um, And so today I really just wanted to talk about um, just meeting Jesus exactly where you are. Um, Yes, sometimes we feel like in order... Like, if we're going through some things or if we're feeling a certain kind of way about something um, or if we're thinking some thoughts or even if we're feeling uh, anything towards God, whether it's frustration or anger or, you know, doubt, we feel as if, oh, my gosh, God, like, I can't feel these. I can't feel this way. I can't be thinking these thoughts. I can't, you know, I, I what I'm going through right now, I just can't. Especially, again, if it has to do with the way that we might be feeling about him. And so sometimes we kind of hold off on giving God all of us, like on giving him just the raw, uncut, unfiltered version of ourselves. And it's like, we want to be like, okay, God, let me get myself together first. Let me get my emotions together first. Let me, let me shift my thinking. Let me shift my heart posture. Let me do what I got to do first before I even come to you about what it is that's bothering me. And the thing is, is that we need him in order to get together, get it together, whatever it is that we're going through. So, um, yeah, I just I just wanted to just talk about that. Um, and just talking about how I had to 
again, just meet Jesus exactly where I was at when I was struggling. And so the verses uh, or the scripture is John 11 and it's verses 20 through 22. Um, yeah, I was reading a daily devotional, actually, if I'm not mistaken, maybe like last week or the week before. And this was the scripture that they had referenced and they were talking about uh, the story of, you know, uh, Mary, Martha, Lazarus and Jesus and just talking about how um Martha met Jesus exactly where um where she was like she came to him and uh, it it went uh, even further and me uh can't talk and even deeper than that but it really just encouraged me it just reminded me like girl like that's what you have to do as well like get it together so the scripture says when Martha got word that Jesus was coming she went to meet him but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. I gotta read that one more time because that just really, it just it helped me a little bit. It says, when Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So, let me give you um, some context. So, sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Um, the story, right? I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm like tripping. This. Okay, so back, back story. Um. Mary, Martha, and Martha. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus are siblings. Um, they're sisters and brother. Um, and they know Jesus very intimately. Like they, Jesus would call them his friends. Um, and so that they have an intimate relationship with Jesus. So essentially, Lazarus dies. And at the time that Lazarus dies, Jesus is not um, anywhere in the vicinity to them. Um, but when he dies, Mary and Martha, they send word to Jesus to tell him, like, hey, like, Lazarus has died. Because they know how near and dear Lazarus was to Jesus' heart. Like, he, he felt that way about all of them. But it says that, you know, um, Lazarus was um, a, a dear friend, um, a close friend to Jesus. And that um, later on in the chapter, it also says that Jesus wept when he actually finally uh, did come. But at the time when Jesus got the message... He did not leave right away, even though Mary Martha sent like an urgent message, like, please come now, like, you know, uh, please hurry. And so, because at the time he was just sick, so they were like, oh my gosh, like if Jesus comes, like, he can heal him or whatever, and so he won't die. But Jesus takes his time, and he's like, okay. And so instead of him coming immediately, I think he comes after about two or three days. And so at this point, that's where we are in the scripture where it says when Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. So she didn't even wait for him to get to the house. She met him like she ran to meet him exactly where he was. And Mary stayed in the house. But Martha, Martha, when she met Jesus, she said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So she's just saying, like, Jesus, like, oh, if you had been here, like, if you had 
come? If you had responded to the message that we sent that Lazarus was sick, if you had came immediately, I know you would have healed him and he would not have died at all. But even now, she says, but even, literally, she says, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So she's saying, God, like, this could have been prevented, but I know who you are. And I know the the ability, the, the healing abilities uh, that you have, because you essentially are God in the flesh. So I know that whatever you ask God, your father, I know that he will grant it to you even now. Um, And so... That really, that really just, um, that, that touched me because one, like this, the scripture, I could really even talk about how, um, with this, Jesus allowed Lazarus to die, excuse me, not because he didn't care about him, not because he didn't care at all, but for a greater purpose. And that sometimes in life, God allows things to happen things that we prayed against, things that, that we prayed, like, Lord, please save us from this storm. Lord, please save me from this. Lord, please uh, work out this miracle for us. And God doesn't allow it to happen for something greater. Like, let's say, for instance, in that moment you were praying to God, like, God, please, like, you know, don't let me um, lose my job. Like, I really need this job. And you pray about it and you pray about it and then God does doesn't answer your prayer. God allows you God allows you to actually lose that job. And so in that in that season where you're where you're unemployed and you're just like, God, why did you let this happen? Like, what is going on? I don't understand. In that season, God uses that to not only lead you to something greater, but to build your faith. So in that season when you're unemployed and you're just questioning God, but you're also like calling out to him more and you're tr- you're trying to draw nearer to him because you are really leaning on him for understanding. You're leaning on him for all that you need. And so in that season, he is building your character and he's building your faith in that place of disappointment, in that place of heartache, in that place of loss. At the same time, let's say like, like after that season is over, he... He uh, blesses you with a job that pay, that pays double the salary, that's closer to your home, that's exactly like where you want it to be. But in order for you to get to that place, in order for you to get to the place where you want it to be, God had to take you from the the place that you felt like you needed to be. A lot of times, sometimes even when it comes to certain seasons, people will stay in a season that they feel like they need to be in because of financial reasons or because of benefits or things that that they feel like oh well I can't leave the season right now because what I need is currently in this place what I need is currently in in this relationship or what's currently in this business I'm trying to run or what's currently in this city that I'm living in so I can't leave this season I gotta stay here and so sometimes we we stay there in the place of oh I this is where I think I need to be and God is like no 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 like, that season was okay for now, but I need you to, I'm trying to elevate you to another season. Like, I don't need you to be there anymore. Like, what I have for you is greater, is better. I'm elevating you. But in order for you to get there, you have to lose what you had. You you have to let go of what you had. One illustration that um, an author, not an author, a pastor, um, once said um, when it comes to giving and receiving he said if you're 
fists are always closed and they're always closed tight and you're holding on to what you have. You're holding on to everything. Yes, what you have in your hands will not be released. You, you Like, that's not going anywhere. But at the same time, if your hands are closed shut, you can't receive anything either. So if what you're holding on to so tightly, so, like, near and dear, like, what you're holding on to, you just don't want to let it go, okay, yeah, you're holding on to that thing. And that, that thing is not going to go anywhere. At least you think it's not. But at the same time, you're blocking your own blessings because it's like you're holding on so tight to this one thing that you don't have your you don't have enough space in your hands to even grasp onto anything greater because you're so concerned about not losing this one thing. And this literally is not even where I was going with this. But I don't know. The Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is doing that's not at all where I was going with that. But for whoever might have needed somebody needed that to be honest, and I, because I, I know that that kind of, that, that, that helped me too, I can't even, can't even get the words out, that helped me as well, but it's like, sometimes, um, in, in seasons where we're just confused, or in moments where we're like, God, why would you allow me to lose my job, why would you allow me to lose my car, why would you allow me to lose my house, why would you allow me to just, to just go through a season where I'm just like losing everything, where things, it just seems like it's falling apart all around me, like, why would you allow that to happen, and in that moment, we can't see the greater picture. We we can never see the greater picture. God sees the end to the beginning. So we only see what is currently happening. And we only see like what's currently happening in the earthly. That's why we have to go to God and ask him, like, God, like, please strengthen me. God, please show me what you're doing. Like, God, please lead me and guide me because we live in the earthly, but things happen in the spiritual. So in the earthly, you're losing things left and right. You know, or, you know, you're just going through a really difficult, dark time. You feel you're battling loneliness or depression. And you just feel like God is so far from you. And you're just confused. And in the spiritual, God is working things out. God is, is working things out that you don't even know about. God is, is going, is taking you to places that you don't even know he's taking you to yet. Because he hasn't shown it to you yet in the earthly. That's why, as Christians, we walk by faith, not by sight. Because if you walk by sight, we we would have given a lot of us would have given a long time ago i would have given it a long time ago and a lot of different seasons that i have been in but what kept me going is hoping in it's it's hoping in god and hoping in the promises and hoping in you know what i know he has said to me and remembering that all the promises of god in him are yes and amen to the glory of god through us so I remind myself, like, you know what, God, if you said it, it's, it's going to happen. If you spoke that word to me, it's going to happen. If you gave me that promise, it's going to happen. Even when it doesn't look like it. And even when I feel like, man, this is just too much. Like, I, I just got to throw, throw in the towel. I can't go any further. And the beauty about God and the beauty about coming to God in those moments, especially, and leaning on him for our understanding is that he gives us exactly what we need in those moments. In the moments when we really feel like, God, this is it. This is the final straw. I can't go any further, and I'm not going to go any further. This is my my final point. I'm just, I'm stopping right here. I'm not going to take another step forward. It is what it is. Like, I just, I, I can't do it anymore. He gives us exactly what we need, whether that's a word of encouragement, whether it's strength in our spirits, whether it's hope, whether it's um a, a prophetic word whether it's a revelation, whatever it is that he knows better than we do that we need in that moment to keep on going, to keep on just taking those steps forward, even if we're only taking baby steps, even if we're we're dragging our feet 
just to get there. God is like, it's okay. As long as you keep on going, like you just, you just can't stop. Like keep on going because you're right there. Like you're so close to it. You're so close to it. You just can't give up. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's just, that's, that's the beauty about Jesus is that he does meet us exactly where we are and that we don't have to come to him put together we don't have to like come to him after we've dealt with our emotions or dealt with our thoughts gone or gone through whatever it is that we're going through jesus is jesus excuse me is not intimidated or surprised by our raw uncut unfiltered true emotions he doesn't want us to put on a front with him he wants us to be a hundred percent real with him to be real when we're doubting and anxious when we're frustrated and angry with that situation and even with him, because in those real moments, he can cover us and meet us with his grace. Thank God for his grace. He will meet us with open arms, ready to receive everything we are feeling and going through so he can pour his unfailing love and never ending grace onto us to heal and restore all the dark, hopeless and broken places. So it's only when we come to, to God, God's word says, come to me, all you that are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. He says, come to me. Now, it's not to say that Jesus is not, um, will, will never come to us or because Jesus is always with us. Like God is always, God is always here. David says in Psalms, it, it doesn't matter where I, where I go. I can go to the depths of the ocean. I can go to heaven there you are. I can go to hell. There you are. Like I can, it doesn't. I can never escape the presence of God. So God's presence is always there, and God will will always meet you where you are as well. Like it's not as if God is like, oh no. Mm-mm. If you want me to help you with that, sweetheart, you gotta come to me. Like you got. I'm not taking one step towards you. You gotta come to me all the way. Like you gotta. You. That's what you have to do. God is not saying that at all. God is not saying that at all because in in that story where Jesus was coming to meet Mary and Martha after uh, Lazarus had died, Jesus was doing what? He was coming already. He was already in the direction. He was al- already coming to meet them exactly where they were in the home. And so instead of Martha allowing Jesus or letting Jesus come all the way to their house, she was like, nah, I need you right now. I can't wait. I can't wait any longer for you to to get to me. I can't wait for you to get to our home. I got to meet you. So they met each other halfway. Like he was, like I, I pictured that, like I'm picturing it right now, like Jesus is walking towards her and he's already in that direction. And it's like, as soon as she got word that, that he was like, he was coming, she was like, oh no, nah, I have to go. And she, she dipped, like she stops, like whatever it is that she was doing in her home. And she leaves immediately to go to Jesus. And I just imagine her just falling at his feet, falling to her knees at his feet. Just so, just so thankful that he's that he's there. Just so grateful that her her comfort is there. Because God is our heavenly Father. And so, for those of you that have grown up with with uh, whether it's your father or your mother, um, and if you were outside playing and and if you fell and if you scraped your knee. The first thing I'm sure you went to go do is after you got up from crying is you went and ran into the arms of your mother or your father. You you ran to their arms and they brought you so much comfort and so much peace. 
and yeah, your knee was still throbbing, it was probably bleeding, but just knowing, like, okay, I'm in the, I'm in their arms right now, like, it's, it just feels like nothing can, can harm you, like, when you're a child, and, and once you're in the embrace of your mother or your father, it just feels like nothing can harm you, like, you're untouchable, and so that's essentially, like, the same, um, the, the same feeling that I imagine that Martha got when she ran to Jesus, her heavenly father. She got that, that feeling of like, oh my gosh, like it's like as, as, as if she could finally breathe, like she was holding her breath and she finally could just exhale and just be like, thank you. Oh my gosh, like you're, you're finally here. Like if you had come sooner, oh my gosh, he wouldn't have died. But even now, I know that you can still do it. She was was in that place, right? Where it's like, dang God, if you had answered my prayer, I wouldn't have lost this job. But even now, in this place of, of where I just don't know what's going on, in this place where I am unemployed right now, in this place where I don't know if I'm going to get married, in this place where it seems like everything is going wrong with me trying to start this business, in this place where it just seems like, what is going on? I don't understand. I just don't understand it. And I prayed to you about it, and I prayed to you about it, and I and I cried out to you, and I wept about it, and I it just day I, I was fervent in my prayers, and you still didn't answer them. But even now, God, I know that you can still work it out. Even now, God, I know that you can work out a miracle for me. And so the place that I was at a few weeks ago was just a place of just utter disappointment, hopelessness, and just heartache. I don't want to get too much into exactly what was causing that just yet, um, unless God tells me otherwise right now in this moment. But yeah, it was a really difficult place that I was in because... I was so hopeful that God was going to do it. I was so hopeful. I was like, God, you've been giving me, you know, dreams. You've been speaking these words over me. Like, I, you know, I have gotten a prophetic word from a true prophet. Like, I know for a fact that this this woman is a true prophet. Uh, she's spoken over me before and things that she's spoken that you have told her concerning me have come to pass, God. So I'm just Oh, I'm just, I was so, inc- I was like, Lord, I'm walking on cloud nine. It's going to finally happen. I've been waiting all this time. If you guys knew how long I had been waiting, and I am still waiting right now as we speak. And by the grace of God, I'm even I'm even in a place where I can even be sharing this and not still be in that place of hopelessness and doubt and despair and just discouragement, because that's where I was at. And I was just like, God, you're going to do it. You know, there is nothing too big for my God. Like, I'm over here just excited, just knowing that my Abba Father, he is going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. It's going to happen. Um, blah, 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 blah. And so the day that I thought that it was going to, to happen, it didn't happen. It did not happen, and I just felt like I don't even have words. Like, just imagine the time where you've ever just been completely, like, just discouraged and disappointed. Like, 
where you were hoping on someone or something to come through or something to happen and you were really believing for it, like, with everything in you, you was like, God, this is it. It's going to happen. Like, God, this is this is what I need. It wasn't even like a, a want. It was a it was a need, or even if it was a one, it might have been a strong desire that you like. God, you placed this desire in my heart, and you've been showing me, you've been speaking to me about it. So I know, I know that 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 it's going to come to pass, and it doesn't happen in the way that you wanted it to, or the way that you hoped, or in the timing that you hoped. And that can be so disheartening. And that's what happened to me. I knew what God was speaking to me. I And I just, I knew with everything in me. I'm like, God, I'm not crazy. God, I know your voice. There are times, there are times where I'm like, God, is this you talking to me? Because I don't want to be disobedient or I don't want to go ahead of you. This is not you talking to me. But deep down in my heart, I know when it's God talking to me. Even when I do question it, because I just I don't ever want to be disobedient. I don't ever want to go ahead of God or be behind God. Like whenever he tells me to do something, I want to do it when he tells me to do it. Now, there are times like I'm still kind of struggling in that. Like, do not get me wrong. There are still times where I'm like, um, I think God's telling me to do this. I'm not really quite sure. Um, I don't really know. Excuse me about that, about that yarn, y'all. I'm so sorry, but for the most part, when I really like, when I believe that God is telling me like, go do this or stop what you're doing and go do that, I do it. Like I said, for the most part, I'm still still a work in progress, but so yeah, I was just like, God, like it's it's just gonna happen, and when it didn't happen, I was just. I was a wreck. I'll be completely honest. I was a wreck. I came home and I just, I felt so many different emotions. I was angry. I was angry at God that it didn't happen. I was angry because I said, God, I was hoping in you. God, you you, you said, God, you made me a promise. Like, God, you said. And it made me feel frustrated. Because it's like, dang, God, like, I've been waiting I've been waiting so long, and I've been waiting, I've been waiting well. Of course, we all have our moments when we're waiting where we get frustrated or we get sad or we get disappointed and discouraged, but we're human. That's going to happen. But I can honestly say for the years that I've been waiting, for the most part, I have waited well. And for the most part, I have strived to make the most out of the season that God had me in and doing what God called me to do and not focusing too much on the promises or you know, the things that I was hoping would come to pass and just really making sure that I was present in the moment, present in the season that he had me in so I could get everything he wanted me to get from that season. And I was just like, dang, God, like, all of this waiting that that I've done, like all, and all this waiting I've done for years, and I just really thought, like, finally, like, it was my time. Like, I really did. And so I was frustrated with that. I was frustrated that it's like, dang, like I waited all like I waited all these years. Um, you've been speaking to me like crazy. You've been showing me like you've been speaking to me even more like crazy about um this promise. You've been showing showing it to me in dreams. Like it's just it's it, I was like, God, it's been too many confirmations. It's been too many times where you've spoken to me for me to think like this was all made up in my mind. But I just it just made me feel utterly frustrated. 
it made me feel sad that it, it didn't happen because I was hoping for it. It made me feel hopeless. It made me feel discouraged. It just made me just want to just throw in the towel. And I wept. I I came home. I'm being completely transparent with you guys. I came home. I came into my room. I came in my closet. And I screamed a few times. You know, like when you're so angry, angry that you want to hit something. But you don't because, you know, if you hit something like a wall, for instance, all that's, all that's going to be hurt is you and not the wall. And I don't want to do that. I have bony knuckles. I have bony fingers. So if I were, were to do that, it wouldn't have been good. But I, I really, like that, that's how I felt. I wanted to punch something. Like I really just, if I could have just like, if I had a punching bag, I would have went stupid on that punching bag. But I didn't. So I came in my closet. This is my prayer closet as well. Um, just like where I come during times where I really just want to just be with God and I just want to just be away from distractions. So yeah, this, this, like my closet, like my bedroom is my place of solitude, but my closet is like the place where I go, where I really just want to just like let it all out. So I came in closet, I closed the door. I screamed a few times. Oh, I was crying and I was talking to God and I was just letting him, I was just telling him everything like with respectfully. I want to put out this disclaimer, like, just because God, like, wants us to meet, wants us to meet him exactly where we are, and God tells us, to, you know, we can um, approach the throne of God with, with boldness, it doesn't mean that we do it uh, disrespectfully or that we dishonor God. You still have to understand, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're feeling, who you are talking to. So please keep that in mind, like, even when you're angry, like, even if you're angry at God. You still need to give him the utter reverence and honor that he alone deserves because of who he is. But in that, you can still be um, be yourself. Like you can still express yourself. So I, I was in that moment, and I was still, I gave God honor. I didn't, you know, I didn't talk to him crazy. I didn't use vulgar language. I didn't call him by his name or anything like that. I still called, I still said Abba. Which which just means father. It's an intimate way of saying father. I I still called him Abba in that moment. I I still you know as I was just talking to him, and I and I wept. I'll be a hundred and ten percent. I I wept like, and that whole day. That whole rest of that day, I just really felt like. I just I I was, at a point where I said I just don't care anymore. Deep down, of course, I still cared, but mentally and emotionally I just I was like I can't let myself keep caring I can't let myself keep hoping I can't let myself keep going through this because it's just like I just it's too much it was just it was too much and I just yeah that day and really that for the rest of that week because that happened in the middle the middle of the week so really, like, the rest of that week, I was just going through it. I didn't really want to... I still prayed because I was supposed to. I prayed because I knew, like, okay, I have to pray. But I, I, I wasn't really talking to God. Because prayer isn't... It's not supposed to be some, like, some habit. It's not just supposed to be, okay, God, I'm praying to you, and I'm going to pray for the things that I know I'm supposed to pray for. You know? Um, 
prayer is a conversation. Like, how I'm talking to you guys right now, this is how I talk to God. However you talk to your, you know, your closest friends or family, um, that's how that's how you should talk to God. God is like essentially supposed to be your best friend. He's your father. So the same way that when you're speaking to your mother or your father or, you know, a person that um, is older than you, that, that you respect, but you still speak to them informally and intimately, that's what you're supposed to do with God as well. And so I just, I didn't have it in me. And I just, and I, I really, I, I didn't want to have it in me. I didn't, I didn't feel like talking to him. So I would pray for others. I didn't, I didn't even want to pray for myself. So I would pray for others because I'm like, okay, God, like, even if I don't want to pray for me, I'll pray for other people. Um, and so that's what I did. I would read like the little, you know, Bible at verse of the day, but I didn't really, I didn't really like read in depth in my Bible like I normally do. Not so, not till towards the end of that week where I started to, I found some devotionals that I needed to read because I was just really going through it and I was just racking my brain. I really just felt like I started to doubt and question like, dang, did you really hear from God? Is that really like what he told you? Is this your season for that promise to come to pass? Like I started to really doubt and just question it. And it seemed like every time I would doubt and question it, God would reassure me like, no, you're not, you're not crazy. You're you're not wrong. This, This is what I told you. But it's just, it's still, for some reason, just was not time for it, even though I thought it was. Even though I really thought, and I was really hoping that it was. I was thinking, like, thank God, like, finally, it's my time. Like, have you guys ever felt like you just see other people getting what you desire? Or what you've been praying for. Maybe you've been asking God for a brand new car because your car is basically on its last leg. And then you, you see some people that you went to school with. You see on that Instagram, like, they out here, oh, brand new 2021 Toyota Corolla. Um, or, you know, maybe, like, your brother or your sister, you know, got blessed with a brand new car that's, that's paid off. And you're just like, oh, wow, okay. Or... You know, you you keep seeing your your friends or your families, or if you're in a fraternity or sorority, you see your your sisters or your brothers getting certain things, getting things that you have been waiting for. You're like, okay, God, like I've been out here single and sanctified for a long time. Like I've been out here really just walking this single life walk, like you have told me to do. And everybody and their mama getting engaged and married but me. Hallelujah. You know, God bless them in their marriage. But where, uh, what's going on? Or everybody's business is flourishing and thriving. And they're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I got 100 sales in one day. Like, wow, my business is just so blessed. And you're over here like, dang, I just got one sale for the first time in a month. And you're just, you just see other people. Receiving all of the promises or receiving the the things that you have desired, the the things that you have waited patiently, that you have waited fervently for, waited and prayed fervently for. And you're just like, dang, God, like, what is it? 
And I don't know if you're like me, but I start to question me. I start to be like, what am I doing that's not enough? You know, like, what areas am I lacking in? Like, maybe am, am I hindering my blessing? Am I blocking my blessing? Most most of the time, we're not. Unless God told you to, to do something and you didn't do it, and that and by you doing that something, it would have, like, helped, would have walked you into your uh, blessing or into your promise. Like, if he said, move to Toronto, I don't know. And if you're... You know, and if you're waiting on this promise or you're waiting on this blessing, but you're still in the same place after he told you to move, um, that that could be a reason why you don't see it. Because more than likely, your blessing is in Toronto, and you're not going to see it if you're still living in, you know, I don't know, Savannah, Georgia. So sometimes there are some things that we do have to do. Like there are some, like you, you should have been obedient and did what God told you to do because that's why you haven't seen it yet. Because it's not even really just so so much as, you know, you being obedient, which, of course, don't get me wrong, obedience is, is important to God. Um, but it's like, it's what's also attached to your obedience. Obedience, like when we're obedient, it's not just, it's never just for nothing. And sometimes we don't even see the fruit of of our obedience. Like, we don't, we don't see that harvest until later on or we just it's sometimes we just don't see it at all because there's uh, something that we just don't understand and we won't understand here on earth we'll only understand after we have died and of course become perfected um but yeah there there's it's, it's like you can't keep praying to god about certain things but you haven't been obedient to the last thing that he told you to do so that that is, I'm gonna put that out there. But but a lot of the times, is it's not anything like more that that we can do. Especially when you're at a point where you're like, God, you know, I've been waiting all this time. You know, you've been pruning me, you've healed me from certain things. You know, I'm in a different mindset now. Like, you know, my heart is is has been uh has been filled with your word. I'm not you know seeking different things in order to fulfill something within myself. I'm seeking you first and foremost. There, it's not that there's anything more that you can do. It's just the sovereignty of God. It's just, it's just not God's timing yet. And God's timing is just sometimes you want to just, maybe it's just me. I just want to just shake myself like, oh my gosh, if I hear that one more time, like, but it's true. It's so true. Like, a blessing received too soon is not a blessing, it's a curse. That, I believe. I, I genuinely believe that to be true. Um, and somewhere in Proverbs, it, it says, um, it, it mentions, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Um, but in Proverbs, I believe it says, like, a, a word spoken too soon is, is a curse. So even if it's, even if it's, let's say, like, a prophetic word, like, even if the person... If it's a prophet, right, and this and God told this prophet to tell you, oh, you, you will be married this year, right? But God tells him, like, don't don't tell them yet, though. Tell them in three days. Don't tell them today. Tell them in three days. So if that prophet comes and tells you too soon, instead of three days, like God told you, 
or they got like God told them to that word even though it, even though the word itself is blessed even though that is a good word it will be a curse to you because it was given to you too soon in that three days time frame they don't know what God might have been doing within you they God might have been taking something from you in order to get you in the right mind space or in order to get your heart posture where it needs to be in order for you to receive that word because maybe in that three days time frame you go from being like oh bump marriage I don't care no more God I don't want to get married and then in those three days God helps you and God gives you a revelation and he renews you and you're like you know what God you're right I do want to get married and I'm going to keep praying for my spouse but if that word was given to you too soon you'd be like man bump that I don't care that's a prime example of a word or um, a, a blessing that's that's been given too soon. And we as people, sometimes it's hard for us to understand that because we're like, God, how is it too soon when it's like, this is a desire in my heart, a desire, especially when, you know, that desire is from God. And we're like, how is it too soon when you give me this, you've given this to me, like you have placed the desire for marriage, you have placed the desire for children or to be a pastor to own a business, to travel the world, to to start a missionary, um, to start a missionary, to start a mission and be a, a missionary, whatever the case may be, whatever it is, whatever the desire is within your heart that you know is from God. And it just makes you be like, dang, God, like, how could it be too soon when it's, it's a good thing? Like, it's from you. You wanted me to desire this. You put it in my heart for me to want it. So why can't I have it? And it's so it just, oh, my gosh. It, and that that sometimes blows me because it's like the more that I, like the desire within my heart grows stronger and stronger for the promise for the promises that God has spoken to me, I just get more and more confused. Like, okay, God, like the desire is growing stronger in my heart. You keep on encouraging me. You keep on, you know, speaking this like, over me and just being like, daughter, just wait. I got you, daughter, just wait. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like you, it just keeps getting stronger though. But yet nothing is happening. And so I, I really struggled with with just being like not being frustrated with God. And I really, I really had to make a choice. The biggest takeaway, if, if you're still listening, first of all, God bless you. I hope that this really has blessed you and encouraged you because it has so blessed me. But it's choice. We all have choices in life. God has given us free will. And so in moments when you wanted to be like, man, forget it, God, I don't care no more. I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't want to read your word. I'm not trying to hear none of that. You have to make a choice. It's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay. But are you going to choose to stay in that place of negativity and doubt, despair and darkness? And are you going to let that be your portion? Or are you going to choose... God and choose his portion for your life are you going to choose blessings over a curse are you are you going to choose life over death are you going to choose good success over bad success like it's totally up to us to choose and God is not he's not forceful God doesn't ever make us feel like oh you got to do what I told like you you got to do it if I told you this this is this is what it is no he has a plan for all of our lives and a purpose but he even gives us, gives us a choice in that. Like, we can either choose to walk in our purpose and to follow his plan for our lives and to be obedient, or we can choose to do our own thing. Either way, both 
options have consequences. Whether it's a good consequence or a bad consequence, it's going to be totally up to us on, and on what we choose to choose to do. But either way, it's up to us. And so I had to make the choice to be like, okay, God, like, I just, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like reading. I don't feel like praying. I'm going to do it anyways. I don't feel like spending time in the Word. I don't feel like hearing any of that. I don't feel like, you know, going to online church or whatever. I don't feel like being encouraged in the Lord. I just don't feel like that because I'm hurting right now. I'm sad right now. I'm angry right now. I'm frustrated. But more than anything, I wasn't, it wasn't even anger that was the greatest emotion. It was just heartache and just hopelessness that was the strongest emotions within me. But God, I thank God for his grace and I thank God for his, for his mercy and for his, unlo- and for his unfailing love because he was, he was and is so patient with us. Even in those times where we're like, God, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't want to read right now. God is still so patient. He's still so loving towards us. It's not like he gets fed up with us and says, you know what? All right. You didn't have too many chances. I'm done with you. Like, whatever. God doesn't do that to us. Even though there's times where, where we feel like, God, I don't want to talk to you. Like, God, like, you know, I'm I'm done with you. Like, I'm I'm turning turning my back on you. God never does that to us. I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful that he has never done that and that he never will because I don't know where I would be without him. I really don't. And so I have been making a choice to read my word. I've been making the choice to to pray and I have been making the choice to worship. And as I was making those choices, slowly and surely again, every single day, God encouraged me, God uplifted me, God gave me what I needed each day. And of course, even like there, there were some days and in some moments where I would feel that sadness or I'd feel like, dang God, like, why am I still waiting on this promise? Like, why, like, what's taking so long? I'm just kind of sad that it's still not here. Even in those moments, God was still with me and God, God understood where I was coming from and he didn't try to make me feel bad about how I felt. He just brought me comfort, and he just wrapped me in his arms, and he he just kept me at peace. Because I literally just had that feeling yesterday night. And I still, I made the choice to read my word, and I made the choice to pray, even though I fell asleep mid-prayer. But that was not my fault. It was I took some allergy medicine and it made me really sleepy. But that's neither here nor there. But I still I still made the choice and I was like, you know what, God, I don't understand. And yeah, it is sad. And yeah, I do see people around me receiving all the things that I still have not yet received and I don't understand. And sometimes it can feel like God has left you, like or it feels like God has overlooked you. But that's not the case. And this is coming from a person who who just recently, like just last week just last night was feeling like God has overlooked me. So if I can come to you right now and I can encourage you and be like, that's not the case. Our feelings tell us that the enemy tries to tell us that, but that's not what the truth is. And in those moments, we really have to, again, make the choice to decide whose word we will believe. Will we believe the words of the enemy and the words of our feelings, essentially, which cause us to think and speak negative thoughts and to speak negative things over our over ourselves, or are we going to 
choose to believe the word of God, the word of God that is pure, that is perfect, that will stand forever. And so it's not easy making that choice, especially when you're you're really just not understanding why God is doing certain things or why God is allowing certain things to happen. I'm telling you, it's not easy. And this season I'm in where I'm still waiting, this is not my first season waiting, and I know this won't be my last season waiting. I've waited many a seasons for many different things, and I have seen God come through. God has been faithful every single time, and God has done what he said he was going to do. And it's also important to just think back on what God has done before and in the way that he has been faithful to you before. Are you waiting right now? Are you in a season of waiting or are you in a season of, you know, you're you're toiling and you're working really hard and you're hoping to, to see this harvest and you're just trying to do the best that you can as you wait on God? If so, think back on, on the ways that he has uh, been faithful to you before. Think back on the times where he has come through and he has made a way out of what seemed like no way. Think about that and just remember that, like, yeah, how long you're waiting for this promise might be longer. See, this is definitely what I'm waiting on now is definitely longer than anything else I've I've had to wait on. Excuse me, honestly, truly, this is the longest thing I've ever had to wait on. But... The amount of time that you have that you're waiting on something does not negate the faithfulness of God. Like just because you're waiting longer does not mean that it's not gonna happen. And I'm just hoping and I'm believing and I'm just trusting that what God has for me is going to be even greater than than what I even could ask, think, or imagine. Like, that's that's what I'm like, God, you know what? You've had me waiting so long for this promise. So with that being said, I'm believing that it's going to absolutely blow my mind. I'm believing that it's just going to be just greater than even the greatest thing I hope for it to be or the greatest thing that I imagine it to be. It's going to be even better than that. And I'm going to keep on hoping and I'm going to keep on praying about it. Even in my moments and even in my days when I don't feel like it or when I want to throw in the towel, I'm going to choose to keep on going. And in moments when I'm choosing to keep on going, when I feel like I don't have anything else left in me to get me through the day, that is when we call on God. That is when we pray to God. And ask him to give us what we need. And even if, even during times when we don't know what we need, even when we don't know what to pray for, that is why we have the Holy Spirit. Because he helps us in those moments. He helps us. He, thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit helps us in those moments and provides us with what we need. Romans 8.26, one of my favorite scriptures says, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed. Sometimes you don't know what to pray for, and it's okay, because the Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's our comforter. So in those moments, like last night when I was still praying, but I didn't quite know what to pray for, I was just feeling so, ugh. I trusted that the Holy Spirit, as my advocate, went on my behalf 
to God and expressed all the things, expressed to God um, what I was feeling and, and prayed on my behalf for those things. Because sometimes the things that, that we pray for don't align with God's word or don't align with what God has for us. And so that's why I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit. Where he, he knows, the Holy Spirit knows what we should be praying for. knows uh, exactly, you know, the things that we need. Even if, I, I might think that I I just need some some physical sleep, some physical rest. And the Holy Spirit knows that, okay, I actually need some, some sh- to be strengthened in my spirit and to be encouraged in my heart. And so, yeah, I can pray to God for physical rest. But the Holy Spirit, as my advocate, is going to make sure that I also receive what he knows I actually need, what God knows I actually need as well. And so I really just hope and pray that you guys just be encouraged. Like, I I really do. Um, for whoever this word is for, even if it's only for one person, for that one person, I pray. And I just hope that it has really blessed you as it has blessed me, honestly and truly. Um, and I just pray that God continues to keep you all. Um... And before I go into um, prayer and things like that, and things like that, before I go into prayer, one, the song, um, the song that I, I want to share uh, with you guys and, and hope that it encourages you is um, Isaiah Song by Maverick City Music. Again, it's called Isaiah Song by Maverick City Music. It is super encouraging. Um, Especially for those of us who are looking out at the land and it looks barren, it looks dry, it looks like there's nothing there, it looks like God is not doing anything, or, like, or we don't see anything on the horizon and it's just kind of like, maybe I should throw in the towel. It's so encouraging to just remind us, like, just because that's what it looks like, it does not mean that that is what it is. And it does not mean that God is not moving and not working on our behalf. And so, second... For those of you that might not be saved and that would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, accept him into your heart and actually get a, a relationship with him and receive him as your Savior and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit through salvation, just say this prayer after me and I really hope and pray that um, for those of you that are saying this prayer for the first time, I really, I just know that God is going to move in your life in a great way. That um that God is going to bless you exceedingly and abundantly and just really um help you and heal you in all the areas that you need it. So just repeat after me. Um, Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for my sins. I believe he lived, he died, and he rose again just for me. And I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Please use me as you see fit. Transform me, renew me, and change me. In your holy and precious name, I pray. Amen. For those of you that just prayed that prayer for the first time, congratulations. This is the best decision that you ever made. That's me clapping. Sorry if it was kind of loud. Um, the angels are in heaven right now rejoicing over you receiving the beautiful 
gift of salvation and receiving the Holy Spirit as well. And so I just pray that what God does in you and through you is just just blows your mind in the most amazing way for you to really feel the presence of God and know that he is there with you. And, of course, if you ever have any questions or if you ever just need somebody to talk to, please feel free to email me at brianag 95 at com. That is B-R-I-A-N-A-G-95 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram, which is Poetically Saved, um, or Twitter, which is also Poetically Saved. For any of you guys that might have Instagram or Twitter and you might want to DM me or follow me that way, that is fine as well. But I have really enjoyed this time with you guys, you know, me, you, and God just talking, chilling. I hope that you have as well. I hope that it really has blessed you. And I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then I'm going to, you know, wrap it up then. So go ahead and get to your prayer posture. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we got to spend with you right now, that your children got to spend with you intimately. Um, Thank you for using me as you saw fit. I had one thing planned, but God, your plans are greater, and I am glad that I allowed myself to be used by you. And I really just hope and pray that whoever is hearing this right now, no matter the time, the season, the moment, in their life right now, God, you have allowed them to listen to this, to this podcast, listen to this episode in particular for a reason. Um, and please let them know that. Please let them trust that this was not by accident or coincidence that they stumbled upon this, Father God. And I just pray that it has blessed them and that it has helped them in a way that you know that they need it, Lord Jesus. Continue to cover them and wrap your arms around them, Lord Jesus, and provide them with all that you know that they need. And for those that are waiting on a promise, Lord Jesus, I really hope and pray that you help them to continue to wait well, Lord Jesus. I really hope and pray as well that their promises come to pass soon, Lord, that they come to pass soon and that they don't have to wait for much longer, Lord Jesus. So please cover them, bless them, and keep them, Lord Jesus. And your holy and precious matchless mighty name jesus we pray amen all right you guys i love you all i hope and pray that the rest of your day or the rest of your evening the rest of your week wherever you are right now whatever time you're at right now in your life i just pray that it is blessed and that you just keep looking to god no matter how hard it gets he knows that it's not always easy but As his children, we have the assurance to know that he is always, always with us, and he always gives us what we need, and we can always come to him no matter what. So make sure that you're coming to God about everything, no matter how you feel. And always remember that growth is still growth, even if you only take baby steps. So I love you guys. Um, I'll talk to you next time. Um, Be blessed, and talk to you soon.